Welcome to Copy That Radio. I'm Seth Horst, retired law enforcement. And I am Jared Milkey, a retired firefighter. We started this podcast to tell the real stories of first responders to the general public. We believe there is a disconnect between what actually happens in the world of first responders and what the public perceives happens in the world of first responders. Jared and I are both full-time realtors here in the inland northwest. And if you want to partner with us at EXP Realty, please shoot us a message. We currently serve the inland northwest, but we can help you get started in real estate wherever you live. Now, here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to Copy That Radio. This show is sponsored by Patriot and Company. Patriot and Company is a veteran-owned, veteran and first responder-owned company that provides all natural soaps and beard care products. They have a men's line and a women's line. Seth, what's your favorite flavor? Hipster repellent. Hipster repellent is the anti-skinny jeans scent. There's plenty of other scents. Go get yourself some. Use the code copy that all caps, for 10% off anything on patriotandcompany.com. This show is also sponsored by ninjarub.com, which will take you to sierrawana.com, the parent company. Sierra Wana specializes in natural body care products using traditional methods of infusion, capitalizing on herb synergy. Uh, our personal favorite is Ninja Rub. One of Ninja Rub is the jam. It's the jam. Uh, we use it for all of our sports and jiu-jitsu related injuries. And for 15% off, use the code COPYTHAT, all caps. All caps. Copy that at ninjarub.com. Fucking send it. <laughs> oh, what's up, dude? Got the red lights for me? <laughs> I, uh, welcome everyone. Uh, just me and Jared today, by the way, if that turns you off, then go ahead and shut her off now. This is a coffee podcast, not a whiskey podcast. Fresh, uh, pot of black rifle, dark roast always. It's pretty tasty. And, uh, we're just chilling here. we got a few new things hung in the studio, a couple of, uh, patch boards. So if you're sending patches, bring them, bring them. Thank you. Um, probably need to know where to send them. Shoot us a message and we'll tell you, I'm not going to. Not going to publish addresses. Yeah, yeah. We used to on our old shows. We had our my business address, and that's wrong now. So it's moved. I don't know where, where we're going to send them. We'll figure it out. I think I'm going to get a PO box again. If it's somebody I know and trust, then I'll just give them my home address, and that's fine. Me too. That. I don't care. We uh, we got the American flag hung up behind Jared, courtesy of uh, Doobie, Lieutenant Dubrovitz. Thank you, sir. Doobie got he's a bunch re- of patches. He's, he's retired, so he's cool. Oh, you don't have any. Oh, there's one of Darren's, two of Darren's. Yep, Darren's are out there. Um, uh, we got a few more coming. Bunch not of local ones from not the, the Highway Northwest. Patrol is uh, sending us some stickers and stuff. That'll be cool. We'll slap those up. Not the Highway Patrol. Yeah, is that the handle? Yeah, that's the. Uh, not a CHP. Uh, damn it! Now I better check that out. It might be. I don't I think know. it's not the Highway Patrol. I think I think both of those accounts exist. I'm gonna confirm this right now. Mm. Stand by. So. Several people have messaged us on the gram uh, looking for a place to send patches. Okay. And we're talking about who. I found it. What is it? It's not the Highway Patrol. Not the Highway Patrol. Okay. It's clearly not someone that works for the Highway Patrol. Correct. And that's all written out. Not the Highway Patrol. Yep. Thank you for sending us patches. That's on Instagram. Uh, it's a meme page. Obviously, nothing on there has any actual, um, does not pertain to the, any actual Highway Patrol in existence, it's all made up for fun. None of those are based on real scenarios. Uh, but these are some hilarious memes. They get me going every time. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's shout out a few of our, our favorite meme pages right now. <clears throat> yeah. San Diego Fire Brigade changed their name to the Fire Brigade. Oh. So they're a hilarious. Probably a good page. idea. Someone probably gave them a little wink and nod and said, hey, you better drop that San Diego, boys. Um. Well. I, what do you think? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if you could be a... Um, uh, also, I think not the Highway Patrol used to be not a CHP officer because I just looked for that one and it doesn't exist anymore. Ah. Uh, okay, so that's that's smart. Now you're now you're yeah. you're generalizing a little more, so you're not. Right. Gonna, it's all about not getting in trouble. I don't think. I mean, San Diego Fire Brigade could. I couldn't. It's a fake that's thing. A city, like, there's right? no it's such not like thing. San yeah. Diego. It has nothing to do with the fire department. Yeah, but maybe maybe there was an issue. Interesting. Um, yeah. Who else? Uh, Ten Eight Memes is one of our pages. That's oh, yeah, our friend. Yeah, that's a good one. I need to get, I haven't been posting on our gram. I need to get, you know, I was going to give you the password. So 
we could just both use it. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know it. You forgot it. Yeah. No. Fuck so it. I'll try to reset it. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if you can reset it or not. <laughs> That's all right. Oh man. I think you have to have have the password to reset it. But dude, not the Highway Patrol has sixty five hundred followers already. Damn. Good for them. Getting after it, bro. Let's go. That's fantastic. Oh, parking lot patrol. That's another. <laughs> yeah. That's another meme page. Let me go through our followers on the Instagram. Let's see who's going on here. Or not our followers, who we follow. So we go. So meme pages are. <laughs> so my wife got me into this. Um, this is Instagram. Dog dad mantra. Let me see if I can find one here. No this guy is. Well, I'll play one for you. All our friends. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Dog dad mantra, dude. It's everyone is like that. It's just fucking hilarious. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I do too. Bashing on the personal development gurus out oh, there because that's so mostly good, nonsense. Man. It's so good. I love it. What's um, Ten Eight Memes is one. Oh, the Dirty Deuce. Those guys. The Dirty Deuce. Yeah, huh? I think it's a. The crew out of uh, Seattle area somewhere. Oh, oh uh, you just dirty. you know you gotta love a good old meme page. It's it's such like a boiled down. Here, okay, I'm going to make an analogy for you, Jared. Go for it. A meme is like a poem, basically. A poem is like a boiled down version of of a scenario. That's how I picture it in my head. Like you're like you're just like getting to the essence of it. <laughs> yeah. And a meme it's, is it's like pretty. getting to the essence of it. Like you've boiled it down to this like one phrase and a picture, or a couple of little words and mm-hmm. a picture, and you've boiled down this whole experience into this thing. And it's like it's all I need, man. Yeah, the dirty deuce. The Fire Brigade, 10 8 Memes. <clears throat> not, not the Highway, highway not patrol. The patrol. Those are our, probably our four favorite pages that we follow. We got some stickers coming from. Oh, by the way, Sam, we did this first few minutes just for you. Yeah, actually. And uh, shout out to Chuck, too. I don't want to get a nasty text on Wednesday about not having an episode <laughs> released. So Jared Jared called me today and was like, hey, we should record so we don't get in trouble. And yeah. I was like, yep. Our next few guests are idea. in the coming weeks. So we don't have, we didn't have anybody lined up for this week. And we're not we're not ahead on our episode currently. Nah, Episodes winging it. <laughs> but Sam says when we banter about nothing, it's the the worst podcast uh, content ever, and nobody's going to listen. But then everybody likes it. So so there you go. You know what? A few nuggets of something will come out of this, and somebody also, will appreciate it. That's the thing on um, not here. I don't know about podcasts, but YouTube. Like you're supposed to be a certain length of content before the actual meat of the video starts. They have a progression they want their creators to follow huh. there you that's go. why everybody just talks nonsense for the first minute or minute and a half we uh i did that we did a i did a uh instagram live last week to make pizza uh-huh I'm starting a cooking show jared i don't know if i told you about this you are yeah. uh, I, I knew you did a live kind of that was a total, was a total disaster and it was hilarious because jared's like texting my wife and like fix you know telling us what to fix which was helpful thank you i was trying to, i was just trying to help no you did help because we had a lot of audio issues we were trying to link three phones so we'd have three different camera mm-hmm. angles but they can't they can't be in this they could each do their own individual live there were feedback issues they can't they can't be invited to the same live because they're feeding their yeah, recycling yeah. their sound that's where the feedback issues came even when we muted the other cameras however it was really fun we had uh, adrian who's a home inspector here and a former professional chef French trained. Yeah, French trained in Paris. Uh, also a fly fishing guide, so that's cool. Um, so I learned how to dice an onion and a bell pepper. Like, I've cut plenty of them, but I didn't know the real way to do it. Good. So I learned some shit. Let's back up. Are you actually starting a cooking show? Um, I, I don't want to call it. A, yeah, sure. Okay. So it's not really. Go once a month, we're going to get together and we're going to make some shit on Instagram Live. You and Adrian? And John, Big John. Okay. Yeah. So... I don't have an end goal here, which is probably not the best way to start <laughs> things, but it seems fun. So I'm just going to do it for a while. Just come up with a name, title it, YouTube it. 
three idiots trying to cook shit. Maybe. Yeah, that might work. Um, two cops and a chef. Yeah. Uh, I had I had my thing on it was something about a guy with giant hands <laughs> and a real chef and giant hands just me. Yeah. <laughs> we made a I made it first time ever on that one. I, I made it live. I fucking did it live. Oh, so uh, we are living the meme right now. Yeah. We are. <laughs> I made, uh, okay, so we were making sourdough pizza with my world-famous dough, uh, which I actually got the starter from Jared's wife. Long story. It's got a, it's got a lot of I don't lineage, think it's a long story. Uh, that was actually one. the entire story. Never mind. Um, and uh, I made, for the first time, I made a Alfredo sauce buffalo chicken pizza, and it was fucking unreal, dude. It was nice. On a whim, I, I picked up some Alfredo sauce. I, I couldn't like, stay in that long, so I don't know what you made. Oh well, that was the that was the big hit of the night. Um, then I made myself sick because I ate so much fucking pizza. Uh, <laughs> I laid in bed all night and sweat. Oh, you got you the know? meat sweats from sourdough? Yeah, I think it's the carb sweats at yeah, that point. Probably. I had the carb sweats. Uh, I also had too much bourbon, so mm. well, that, um, that's definitely the carb sweats because you just it was a hammered your like jet fuel liver in my body, and the rest of your organs, like no sheets on me, just sweating and I'm, like fucking miserable. You know, every now and then you got to do it and remind yourself. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Probably not good for me. That's not, I'm not into that life anymore, but. Like the carb life? No. Getting hammered and. Mm. I didn't get eating, hammered. Not hammered, but like just drinking and eating a bunch of food. It, it makes me feel so bad. Uh, I, I just can't do it. I do it to myself at least once a week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I drink. I, I overeat, dude. I drinks. Like I have a history of overeating. Um, somehow I'm not morbidly obese. Mm. I ate a lot too. Pretty active, but I've been cutting back. I got to get skinny again. Good job. I am noticing that I should probably do that too. You look. I'm like, never mind. It's a three. Stop. Go ahead. No, say. I say ahead. you look. Uh, it, swole, I got like muscular. Two things going on right now. My shirt is one size too small. Just medium. Yep. Uh, the other thing is, well, three things. My arm is curved, holding a coffee cup, so it's naturally flexing my bicep. Mm. Uh, you look. You were definitely bigger than you were last year. Three letters. Starts with a T. HGH. Ends with a T. No. T-R-T. Ooh, yeah. There Testosterone you go. replacement therapy. Prescribed by a doctor. Don't get crazy you now. Hanging out with the liver king? Uh, no. However, I have noticed um, an increase in muscular mass without having to do any extra work. Just from the T? Yeah. It's every American's dream. <laughs> um, More muscle, less work? Yeah. Sweet. So... It's supposed to cut down on body fat too. However, I'm trying to counteract that with massive amounts of sourdough bread. Um, <laughs> so you're trying to maintain the body fat? Yeah, I'm trying to maintain. So right. we'll, we'll see. You want to get into our topic? Do we have a topic? Yeah. we're. Remember, we're wrong. Mm. Mm. <sighs> yeah, let's do it. So Sam, last time he was on, uh, a few weeks ago, I think, told us that we're wrong about everything. And he's right. We get a lot of texts and messages saying, "Yeah, you guys are idiots. Why'd you say that?" Hundred percent. So, what do you think about this? Uh, you know, it's. I think. Well, if you ask, you have ten different people observe a scenario. They're going to have ten different mm-hmm. uh, experiences, right? Um, well, can we put a caveat? We agree with you. We are idiots. We know that. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I mean, I, I, I have admitted that for years. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, so if we're trying to remember a story, especially an older story that we have told that story to ourselves many times, right? Things start to change or other people. And it doesn't mean we're being dishonest. It means that like, literally that is the way I remember it. Correct. Um, yeah. Or if we cite a fact, like an old statistic that we used to know, right. It might be off a little bit. Yeah. Just how, that's how life works. Yep. Exactly. Like, um, so I noticed that when, you know, Sam and I are telling the same story that we were both there for, that was 10 years ago or whatever, he'll say something. And I'm like, that is like, I would literally bet my life that that's not how it happened. But I think he would also bet his life that that's not how it happened. So I don't know who's right. Um, probably, just, it's probably pieces of both. Yeah. Right. So somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. um, I just defer to him being right. Cause I fully believe I have the memory of a goldfish. So. I just stick by that. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. I know that's a limiting belief. I understand mm-hmm. that. You know, I had another another topic that's separate from this that we can get into later if we want. I like topics. We jump on the um, cultural train here. The uh, that dude was just beating to death. Oh, over. I, knew, I, I there was a part of me that was thinking this might be a setup, Jared. 
Uh, you wanted to record, so you get into that. I don't want to, but okay. we, I haven't. That's honestly, come up in our show, like the. I haven't watched the video, nor do I want to. Um, I have seen a lot of pissed off cops out there about that, and they should be if it's as bad as it sounds. I saw part of it, which it, I'm sure bad. it is. Um, and I 100. I, I get really annoyed. I saw a CNN headline today that was like, even though all six officers were black, mm-hmm. this could still be racism. And I'm like, it's not. It's bad no, training. No. It's well, there was some kind of special unit. I don't know if it was gang unit or drug unit or what they were. Like these cops. I forget what it's called. They had a name, like an animal name. Gorilla unit. That would be cool. Scorpion. Scorpion. That's cool too. Cobra. Yeah. That sounds evil though. It can't be Cobra. Um. <clears throat> anyway, I so I can't really like, I don't know the story that well. And honestly, I'm like ignoring it intentionally. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about it, but I honestly don't know shit, so it would be random musings. It would just feed into our ongoing uh, cult, <laughs> cop culture debate. Uh, yeah, I was like, I bet Jared wants to talk about that. I don't really want to but talk I about it. I don't know that much about, about it other than the dude died. Yeah. And the part, the few seconds of the video I saw looked pretty severe for no reason. It is, it is easy. I will say this. You can hear you got me going. It is easy when you're in... That type of scenario, and someone begins to resist or whatever, and then things start to escalate. And the, well, this this was like bit, Rodney King side. A little bit of a mob mentality takes over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're around other human beings that are becoming violent, and there is a clearly defined them and a clearly defined us, it is super easy to get into that, and you lose yourself, and you become part of that. Mm. The way to avoid that is you need to train so that. There's no emotion involved. So here's a people that do jujitsu. I firmly believe got cops that do jujitsu are a thousand times better off than a cop that, that that does no training at all because the guys that don't train, they lose their shit mm-hmm. in general. I'm not saying everybody chill out. Um, but the guys that train jujitsu or kickboxing or some combat sport are, are able to maintain um, that thinking brain while they're in that situation. So even though it's super stressful and you're worried about getting shot or hit or killed or whatever, you can still sit there and think through the problem. Uh, and then you kind of, you avoid situations like that. There you go. Training. Yeah, I would agree. That makes, um, I've seen that both in theory and in practice. Like, and the only good solution here, like you're going to, we're going to, we're going to see a lot of, defund the police, police reform bullshit. Like it's all going to start popping up again. Like it always does. The only good solution here. And unfortunately is more training, which costs money and costs time. And some departments just can't do it, but it needs to be mandated. And, and not only that, but it needs to be hands-on physical training. And then people inevitably get hurt. And then it costs the department money that way. So it's like, it's a struggle. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Um, but there are departments out there such as the one that I came from that mandate eight hours a year of physical hands-on training a year. My kids do more jujitsu in a week than that. Right. That's a slight exaggeration. Two two weeks. Right. So you have a guy with a gun and a badge who has the power to take away someone's uh, rights and liberty mm-hmm. um, and they don't train at all or they train eight hours a year. And that eight hours honestly is like a fucking pulling teeth because a lot of the people don't want to do it. So they're not really learning anything. Um, that's a freaking problem. I think so. That's what probably the biggest problem. Yeah. What about the, um, what am I trying to say here? So I, I guess my thing is, that's not that didn't just happen this event there was a there was a culture there that that fed this that led to this Possibly. those guys didn't just five five dudes that work together all the time didn't just say oh we're going to beat the shit out of this guy just because at random it's well that's that's their their unit's culture maybe uh maybe i'm going to say maybe on that cuz we don't i don't i don't know the history maybe we do know the history maybe they had a history with this individual maybe there's a lot more leading up to this that i'm you know, I'm sure there's a lot more that the video doesn't show. So I I can only say a maybe on that one. I don't know. Um, 
But, but do you think if the culture was the opposite of that, was de-escalation, that these things would happen as frequently? Uh, probably not. But the risk to that is if the culture was de-escalation, I think more cops would get killed. So it's like this, it's like this fine line. If you come into it, uh, I'm a pretty kind person and I have a lot of empathy. So yeah, believe it or not. Um, so it made me good in some ways to be a cop, but it also made it bad in some ways. Um, and I had to be very careful and it was a learned, uh, mindset. Like being too nice would get you in trouble. Absolutely. And if you are too nice and uh, there are a lot of shit bags out there that are extremely good at taking advantage of people. And if you come in too nice and you let your guard down for a split second, you're done. So, well, I understand that, but there's a there's a difference between being too nice and like there's a, there's a lot of ground between being too nice and yeah, and five guys beating somebody to death while they lay on the ground. There's a there's a lot of room between there. Like I said, it's it's I I can almost guarantee it's that mob mentality. I have I have tasted that. I tasted it a lot more as a bouncer. I was a bouncer for a long time before mm-hmm. I became a cop. Um. And that, it's like, it is literally a mob mentality. I think it touches into something primal in people that us versus them. I've, I've seen that too. And we're just smashing. In, in fights. Like. And you lose any thought of like what is happening. And you focus on that issue right there and you start smashing. Um, there, were, there were a lot of, um, not gang fights, but like group fights where I grew up. So, you, you know. Yeah, it just it's a, it gets, it, it's a yeah, weird when it thing. goes off, it goes off. But right. The, so obviously, there's no place for that as a cop. Well, that's, you, that's you the can't difference. Be right? like that, right? Hillbillies at a party in the woods, right? And cops are not the same. The problem is, most departments have no or very little training in that world. Um. So that's the solution. Nobody likes it. More so, training. More training. Mm, that leads to my other thought, or my other observation we, we are headed definitely into some sort of state controlled police force by state i mean national level i'm so curious what youtube channels you've been watching lately well, just follow the trends yeah i uh i think the algorithm has you figured out bro and it's sending you a lot of shit on this no i don't watch much on that all right not at all um i no no there's there's politicians pushing for that that's what I'm i am about. sure because and there are good and bad things like to not, that. i'm not i'm not saying it's bad as a whole but i'm saying on a national level, there are lots of politicians pushing for some fairly mandated control of police forces. That's, I fully believe that. I'm that's not a real thing. It. I'm sure of it. This isn't like a made-up conspiracy thing. It's happening. It's not like organic vegetables and recycling? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> just had to clarify. <laughs> uh, no, I fully believe you on that. And like I said, there are some good things that would come out of that, but there are a lot of bad things too. I think it's more bad than good. I think so. I don't know. But like you can't... Because what we were back to what we were talking about with Sam, like rural America, Wyoming police department and Houston, there's different tactics. Right, it needs to be different. I but but I'll I'll play I'll play around with this idea a little bit. Um, say for example, a large state police organization like the CHP. Um, what happens? Everyone goes to the same academy, and then they are shipped out. There are various ways that gets figured out where they get sent. Um, but after a year, they can start to, um, I probably, it's probably nine months, whatever. Shut up. Don't text me about it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> they can start to transfer anywhere in the state. Right. So they usually end up back wherever they want it to be. Mm-hmm. So maybe in a large national police force, that same thing would happen. The guy that grew up in rural Wyoming, like the dude that grew up in Houston doesn't, doesn't fucking want anything to do with that. But that dude does. So he's going to get back there. Now he's policing his people. Maybe, but this, the point of this is that it is going to um, not abolish, but you can't have state laws if that happens. Like Right. Then now you're national. Yes. That, that's the big problem for sure. Right. So I guess what I'm saying, the... Dilemma is lo- the state's losing control of their own governance. Yeah, now that now the uh, national control is that much more. Right, I agree. That's a big problem. The a, a potential good thing would be you know um, universalized training, 
which is I'm sure the platform people are pushing it on. Like, oh, look, we can get all of these people up to the standards that we set. Well, I think tactics should be taught <clears throat> at a high, very high level, a functional level, like where people are very proficient at the tactics they need. Right. But those tactics will vary based on where you work, where you are. That's true. And then overall strategy is absolutely going to vary. Yeah. Like, like our guys, my friends back home kicking in doors on uh, human traffickers and drug dealers like that in central Florida, that's different than what happens up here in the mountains or in, or in NorCal like in, yeah. the, in the Emerald triangle. Like it's, it's not quite the same. It's not the same thing. No, I think you could, I'm trying to think here. Like, I feel like you could find, get everyone up to the same standard. I'm not saying nationalized, but like even states on their own level could, could get everybody up to a standard that, that just should be maintained like a professional, courteous, um, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, right. Like, and, and, and work the same way, no matter where they are. That should happen. You talk to people differently, right? You talk to a gangbanger differently than you talk to a rice farmer for sure. But you can still have the same professional, courteous attitude or demeanor, excuse me, um, I think, and get the job done and mm-hmm. still maintain your safety. Uh, I get what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, absolutely. If I, you're talking to a farmer, you're going to talk to him differently than a... Well, people in New Jersey should be able to govern their state how they want. Yeah. And the people in Utah should be able to govern their state how they want. And there shouldn't be a federalized police structure that tells them both, you have to do all the same things all the time. Maybe a federalized, like... Like, so California has post peace officer standards mm-hmm. and training. I don't know if every state has that. They do have it. It's not, like Sam said, it might not be required. Right. Anywhere. So he maybe. Was, he was pulling some wild exceptions out. Like, middle of nowhere, small town has a marshal that they can just give a badge to. I don't, or I don't tell know if whatever that's he said true. Last time. Yeah, he did. I don't know if that's true or not. But that's, a, that's a very rare exception. I don't know any city or county that doesn't right. require a state certification at some level outside of elected oh. elected sheriffs. I would think. Um, so maybe that is how you could bring standards. Like every now we're going to get a bunch their, of texts with cities that don't require anything. Thanks, probably. Sam. Yeah. Um, have every state meet their state standards and the state standards reflect some kind of federal standard. Maybe that I don't, I don't, thankfully I'm not it's in the administrative mm-hmm. world, so I don't have to fucking think about even, that. even deeper now too. There's been, this has been growing the last whatever. 15, 20 years. Deeper how? The uh, competency standards. Mm. They get less and less all the time. Oh, like well, yeah, for sure. Like the physical standards. Right. Uh, I'm sure mental too. And um, drug use, things like that are all starting to change. Not for the better. Yeah. So that's a tough one, dude. I imagine that's like any civil service job is doing that right now. Firefighters probably don't do the same in the fire. Yeah, I mean, this is, people will talk run their mouth about this but it's true like i've seen countless women on fire scenes not able to physically do the job i'm sure not just women but yeah i know what you mean more than men like, like just obese or weak or just not strong enough for yeah. me like it doesn't it's not a dig on like there's smaller women that can do it like my friend kara she's very good at it and she right. trains her ass off to be able to do it and that's fine but once those people get a job like kara and i actually had to um take somebody on our crew that was like an 11 or 12 year employee that was 100% incompetent. That's the worst. And we had, to do, we had to do a six month. I don't even know what it was called. Um, like when you're on PIP or whatever. Um, oh, um, like an improvement plan being evaluated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like reevaluating to see if you can keep your job. Right. Um, and she just couldn't do anything. That's and insane. she was one of several women in our department that were like that. Not just our department, all the other departments around us. Um, this doesn't mean all people are going to take this the wrong way and say, you don't know, like women in the fire service. That's not what I'm saying. There I'm are, saying there should be a physical standard that right. has, has to be upheld for men and women. Um, Do you think it should be the same standard? Yes. Yeah. I Absolutely. Agree, I agree with you on that. If you um, can't throw a 24-foot ladder, like you can't move it and handle it, that's like the, the basic extension ladder, the smallest extension ladder that most right. departments have. I would That's love I would love to know that my beat partner could drag or carry me out of a if I got shot or something. But there are plenty of guys that just don't have the size to do that either. Um 
So right. I, I don't they, know if that they should be held to a standard. I don't know if that standard, you know, because I mean, I mean there is, we do, we do a body carry men are physically test. bigger and stronger than women. Right. On average. I don't need people telling us that that's no, not that's, true. That's, that's true. Body, right. Um, that's, uh, and it's, it's easier for men to be lazy and still be able to do it because they're bigger and stronger. Mm. Right. Yep. So it's not women that aren't as big or as strong have to maintain a very rigid training schedule or structure to, to be able to do the job. Yeah. And some of the men don't either. They should also be held accountable. I'm not saying that, but, <clears throat> or the morbidly obese that like, yeah. And the guy that's got cannot 18 well, years on and gave up a while ago and right. sits in a recliner all day. Yeah. You yeah. know, we all know him. Yeah. But yeah. it should be the same for them. But because if they're a male, they're going to be physically larger, right? Like stronger. That's just how it works. Um, it's easier for them to, to, ride that line of holding the standard. Like they can do less training, less work, less preparation and still maintain probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but it yeah. should be the same. Uh, Though I don't know what the current standards are, but ours are, are testing has, man, I, I know they were, I, they were talking about getting like getting rid of the physical test altogether to get in. Some, there are some fire departments that have just done that. crazy. Well, the annual test, the just annual physical oh, capacity, yeah. like it's gone. We, we don't have that. CHP, that's insane. that went away years ago because it was uh, discriminatory. How? Towards fat people. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so. But that's the problem, right? That is a problem. Right. It shouldn't be a thing. You have to, you have to be able to perform the tasks. Yeah, because someone will die potentially if you don't. Right. Right. Or you will die. Yeah. I, I personally like to know the people that I'm working with can drag me out. 200 feet of a charged hose line is, weighs the same no matter what. Your size, shape, Probably or, a lot or too. that's got sex. That heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. Really heavy. Yeah. Um, right. Or, you know, yeah, that's a tough one, dude. I don't like the standards going away, but it's like, I see what's, you know, they're faced with hiring issues. So now they're having to. Do you think going back to those, those older standards would change the quality of person that comes in or that? stays in the mm, job like if you made it really prestigious like it hard to get into that's what like, it used like, to be yeah. like a special forces of yeah like, maybe not to that level but you know what i mean like well Mar yeah Mar-Soc. There's, there's some pride there you go, sam. There you go, sam. like marsock <laughs> like marsock <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, there should be that like these are the physical requirements and by being a person that can accomplish them you would have a, a standard of pride or self-discipline and self-care that would maintain that I think the problem is that Americans are becoming so f nasty and lazy that like there are not enough people out there that even maintain that in their daily lives. Right. Right. But that doesn't mean our first responders should, no, should be allowed to that's be not a good lazy. answer. Right. But it's like, I, I, I don't, once again, I'm not a police administrator, so I don't have to solve this fucking problem, but thank goodness. I don't know how you solve it. Well, pay more, become more stringent. Like, would you attract a, a different sector of society? The culture is what solves it. I mean, yeah, some departments get paid a shitload of money already. It's like, how much more can they get paid? Well, not having, um, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, not having quotas for diversity hires or whatever, like mm. just having the standard, that be the standard. Yeah. Um, good question. I don't, I don't. There was a time back in the day when the city of Boston had to go one for one minority to white, any minority to white. That's crazy. I think it was Boston. It was some New England town. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean those people are bad people or can't do the job. But eventually you get to a point where you're just hiring people. Like some departments have a quota of women they want to maintain. Right. For just because, not because they're competent or adequate or better, just because that's what the HR people said. Yeah. That's that's a problem. So we don't get sued. Yep. Well, uh, who else can we piss off here? Um, everything we have said is factual. I'm, I, I'm actually joking. Like I don't fucking care. I don't either. Get pissed off because um, <laughs> it's true. So, Ooh, what? About, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, what about women in combat? <laughs> I don't have any experience there, so I'm not going to speak on that. Um, I do. I have worked with. Plenty of women in my previous job that I a hundred percent would get in a gunfight with and like feel totally cool with that. 
Oh yeah, like, I'm, I'm not right? saying I mean, women you, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying so even combat. Like, I know the military is different because then you have issues with like going to the bathroom and showering and all that shit. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have that. Um, so yeah, it's all about the person. Doesn't matter about color, sex, any of that. No sexual orientation. Can you do the job? As how well. you do the fucking job? That should be the standard. That that is the standard in my world. It's not. There we go. But in the department, in, in, in our world. all across the country, that's not the world. That's not the standard. No, that used to be the standard. It's woke. It's woke culture that is now infecting every fucking thing that we know. There yeah. we go. Now I pissed off liberals too. So, but Seth is a liberal, so that's I'm weird. not a liberal. <laughs> I was raised by liberals. <laughs> I understand their. I don't understand their. Seth world. is a closet liberal. I, I have been to their world. Mm. Um, I am moderate on a lot of things uh and i generally don't care what people do if they don't doesn't affect me or anyone else but it's so, all affecting you i guess on some level <clears throat> you just said it's infiltrated all of our culture well, the woke culture has yeah. yeah uh what i'm saying is i'm not like the most hardcore right wing no person in the world but i'm definitely not liberal and i know that because my family has nearly disowned me <laughs> Multiple times over it. So uh, I'm sure I'm pissing them off. They don't listen to this. So mm. No, no, it's too scary. Our beards are too scary. Yeah. There's too many guns. Shit like that. Um, I won't get into all that. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we've, all, think, we've think, all found peace. Yeah. The holidays are fine. We just don't talk about anything related to politics. Life. Liberty Life. Or the pursuit we of happiness. We just, we just don't talk. Mm. Yeah, I, I bet we get some hate for this episode. Eh, no, I bet we'll get a bit. I bet we get more high fives than hate, but yeah, our people will appreciate it. I don't care. About Most of them will. Agree I don't with care us. about the others, the the wokes. Um, is that? Are we gonna let's talk about that? Wokes. So, societally, are we gonna be at a really hard point of divergence here in the next? 10, 20 years. I don't know. It seems the most divided that I have ever seen it, but I've only been alive forty two years. I think it is like there was there was some division historically, right? But it's now amplified by d- digital does, landscapes. Does there always have to be some type of division? Is it like we went from you know women's rights to racism to maybe the other way around? But whatever. To now we're in we're divided by our politics. Same thing. Like, is there yeah? Is there like that always are, that are falsely promoted? Something. Um, I mean that's what drives politics and. Now it's clicks and interactions on right. the digital world. So, right. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I, but it's it's all it's more front and center for everybody than it ever has been. Yeah. So there's a part of me that thinks like, are we on this downward slide into a fucking absolute chaos, or have we always been teased teased with that? And now some of this is fueled by the media and it seems worse than it is and blah, blah, blah. And actually nothing's going to happen. I don't know. There's my dog barking. Hey, dogs. Good job. Uh, I don't think I don't think we can recover from this. I think we're past that point of, of coming back together. Even even another like 9-11 event would not unite us. See, I feel like that might, but it'd have to be on a bigger scale. I don't think so. Aliens. Aliens. I think aliens would do Well, it. aliens would, that would be changed. That would be different, yeah. But... Like uh, people, as far as humans and globally, I don't think like a, a global war event would divide us more. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I feel like everyone, you know, not everyone, but even even because I don't think having been raised by liberals and a lot of my family is liberal, I know that they're really really kind people, and they have really good hearts. So I think that the media and the world has spun us all to believe that other side is fucking evil and they're out to get us. And in reality, from my experience, my personal experience, that's not true. So I, I, I think it is. Recon- my sister's I like think a full on socialist. I think it could be reconciled. I, I have, I have some of those in my family too. We can get along and maybe not them, but I think it could be reconciled like under the right circumstances. I'm going to kill my dog, but our culture can't as a whole. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. I think the tools that are being used to divide us are not going anywhere. So part of the problem. They're only going to grow. Yeah. Uh, Part of the problem is that I'm an an eternal eternal optimist. So I'm always going to be optimistic until 
until I fucking the end. I'm staring in the face of a barrel of a gun <laughs> held by Antifa, and then I'll be like, maybe I now can I should save, do something. Maybe I can save his soul. But you're <laughs> you're not. <laughs> uh, but let's say let's say that situation did happen. Let's say let's say there was some kind of crazy riot scenario. Yeah, and you avoided interaction until then, and you were forced to be involved because it came to your house, like downtown here. Um, you're one of the few people in the whole country, like I don't know what the percentage would be, probably less than one, that could actually do something about that in that situation. Yeah, because of your background, I you could, you could defend yourself and your family, right? Uh, Potentially, there's a lot of people that think they can, but mm. they're not ready for it. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it. Like, I mean, I know we're towing around the, the idea of like a civil war. I just don't see it, dude. No, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Like little pockets of. Well, well you said you would, you're going to wait until the last minute. Like you, you have the, I'm saying you have the ability to do that. Oh yeah. Most, most people don't. I, I guess I'm in this position where I don't, I don't know what the fuck to do other than just live my life and be a good human being. And hopefully surround myself with other good human beings and some of that shit will rub off. And if the others want to come fuck around, then they can find out, dude. <laughs> that sounded cool. Uh, um, well, but, but you know, I don't know. I just don't think that's going to happen. Like I said, I think, I'm everyone, not, I don't think that's going to happen. Most either. people are kind hearted. They are. Um, so, well, even that's what I was saying though. Out, outside of a, some kind of global catastrophe that forced us to to reconcile. I don't think it's going to happen. Aliens. That could be it. Definitely going to be it, dude. Um, it could be. I mean, somebody I, even some a little, little dictator might fire off some dirty bombs. <coughs> See my dog one day, uh, and uh, that that yeah, right. Like, like even a global war, and I mean, if we descended into like absolute Armageddon and post apocalyptic, I don't think anyone don't would think give a shit about politics at that point because they'd no. just be trying to survive. Pity all the people living in cities, man. They'd be, yeah, that'd be fucking hell. Preparedness. There, get there, there's no preparedness there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we need to get Mike on here. To talk How about could that. you? Um, yeah, we do. Yeah. So there's. I just don't think there's a way out. I don't think there's any possible. I'm talking specifically about America, not like internationally. Yeah. Like if we, without a global catastrophe that forces us to bond or reconnect or whatever you want to call it. It's only going to get worse. I'm not being a pessimist. It's just that's the trend. If you follow the trajectory, that's where it's headed. Yeah, I guess like what I don't understand is what what will that look like? You know I don't what I mean? There's already a lot of hatred. I mean, the whole political system's kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's just because no, like nobody can get along, so nothing gets done. So I feel like that's just like a train that's like about to just run off the rails. Yeah, I have a whole different line of thought on that like there's yeah. no you can't legislate your way out of this i don't know it's not gonna happen no that's what's look at this the war the war on every time we declare war on something there's more of that the war on drugs more drugs the war on education like back in the day when there's non education is <laughs> a giant shithole now that we just pour money into right right um the war on terror more terrorism right the border crisis more border crisis. What you focus on expands, my man. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking no, about no, no, I'm not talking about you either. Like I'm saying we what? spend millions or billions of dollars on these things, and they just get bigger and bigger. We feed them instead of manage them. What? what I wasn't saying you. I was saying like anyone. What anyone right. focus on expands, yeah. right? So it could be a function of that, I guess. Maybe. Um, I don't know what the solution is other than to move to North Idaho and just uh, talk to us if you want to make that happen. And uh, <laughs> just reach out. <laughs> oh, speaking of the, uh, you see the hottest market segment in the last couple of weeks? No, three fifty to five fifty. Really? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good price range. Yeah. Um, honestly, I do feel like living here is is if shit goes bad, like mm-hmm. we're in we're in the best place we could be. Oh, I'm not worried about any of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like this some type of like big disaster or right. catastrophic failure of supply chains or whatever. There's, mm-hmm. there's not a better place to be. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know any of that. I did see the national debts up to $31 trillion and that's like <laughs> incomprehensible to me. 
Yeah, we're not going to have Social Security. You and me. I doubt it. Last, I don't know, like 10 years ago, they were saying we were supposed to get 60 or 70% of our contribution. Yeah. Like back. Now we're going to just keep paying. Just Never get it. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to get zero and pay. I... I, well, I just like I wonder if there's just a scenario where the United States is in a special place where it can just print money forever. I, well, that, that's not true though. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an economist. Well, so it doesn't I, I sound have, like it should be true. I but. followed that for a long time. That you have, have you ever read the creature from Jekyll Island? No. You should go read that book. You say Jekyll or Jekyll? Jekyll, Jekyll. like in in Georgia. Okay. Um, there's an island called Jekyll Island. There was a big meeting there in the early 1900s from a bunch of. Uh, special people that's that's where we came up with the whole um current fiat strategy that we have for currency so it's it's intriguing hmm. but this stuff has been happening forever and like our, every society that's ever done this with money fails like catastrophic failure i mean yeah i wonder where that begins and what it looks like it's begun I mean, but I feel like people have been saying that for a long time, and I don't know if it actually has or not. I don't know. There's some. Can we just drag this shit out like a hundred more years so I can just fucking retire and enjoy my shit? Don't be selfish. Seth. It is super selfish. I'm sorry to those that come behind think, me. Think generationally. I, I find myself being jealous of the people that have retired like in the last twenty years. Well, that's probably the best time to ever yeah, retire in all dude, of human history. Hundred percent. And I, I'm thankful to be alive now. Because our childhood was the, I think sh- we the grew best, up right? In that same time. I think we grew up the, in the best time right. potentially ever. Within uh, I'd say 70s, 80s. Yeah. Like creeping into the early 90s. I am thankful for that. I feel yeah. a little bad for our kids who have gone through some dumb shit. Yeah. COVID, stupid. Um, but we got we got yeah. hammered on the back end, though. Yeah. Did you see my post the other day about uh, Gen X and millennials? No, tell me about it. So we, you know, we were, as younger kids, a lot of the talk was, our kids these days, they suck. They can't do anything. Yeah. Like Gen X is worthless. They just watch MTV and ride skateboards. Fuck yeah! You know, uh, millennials suck. They just sit around and just play on the computer, or whatever. And now we're both on the line, like between the two. Yeah. Um, but if you do the, if you step back and objectively look at it, Gen X, the younger half of Gen X, and the older half of the millennials, we we came into adulthood during the Y two K scare. Oh, yeah. Followed by 9-11, followed by the housing crash of 08, mm. followed by, and also during all that, there was SARS 1 and 2, swine flu, uh, and all the anthrax bio stuff that was going on post 9-11. And we got into this big flurry of natural disasters the last 15, 20 years. And then we step into everything that happened, um, like the escalating tensions and cultural things and riots and all that stuff. And then we step into covid so that's been the first 20 years of our adulthood. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. So we had we had this amazing like stellar childhood that was and then we got probably fucked. the best time <laughs> they ever grow up. And then well that, that was the point of my post was like for our generations cons- being considered to be like incapable. We shouldered all those burdens. We we were the majority of the workforce for all of those things yeah. and still are. And we also have to dig ourselves out of the holes that boomer political policy has dug us into. Fiscal good policy. Good point. Like we're, that's our job. Like we're forty-ish. That's our job moving forward. Like for the next twenty to thirty, twenty, twenty-five years, we're going to be the leaders in business and politics and all these facets that have to fix all these things. So, I uh, I wish I could go back in time. I feel like maybe I would have appreciated my childhood that much more if, if I knew, knew yeah. all the shit that was going to come. It was good. Don't get me wrong. But damn. Yeah, think about it, man. Damn. The global war on terror started in 01. Yeah, dude. All Gen X and millennials, almost exclusively, right? 20 years of war. Guys we know started and finished a career during that war. Yep. Right? Same with first responders. Nine From 9-11 on. Same with uh, nurses and doctors through the COVID thing. It's all our people, primarily. Because millennials are the largest by number generation that's ever existed. Oh, because we are the result of the baby boomers, right? Yeah. So I saw that. That was a statistic I saw is that uh, the boomers had an average of four plus kids per household. Yeah, it, was, it was just under four. Yeah. And yeah, we went to the talk the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there too. <laughs> I'm telling you something you know. Uh, 
for everyone else. And then millennials are at two or just under two, right? Like one uh, point. Well, millennials have point. 15 more years of reproduction. So that's the, we don't know yet. But the average right now is like 1.5 or something. Yeah. So um, the shortage in the current workforce is a numbers game. That's a big the, deal, dude. That's that's like one of my bigger fears right now. China's starting to go through it. And they're realizing how fucked they are. Well, every country that's right, had we're, a decline in birth rates is already experiencing we're this. We're a little bit behind that. So Millennials. to all my Mormon and Catholic friends, you need to step up the work, brothers. Yeah, same to all my Reformed people. Yeah, putting in, pump those kids out because I that ship has sailed for me. Um, I can no longer contribute in that in that fashion. <laughs> I can try. I can try like hell, but it won't work. Um, um, yeah. so, I can. No, I don't. Something. I don't want to. No, that'd be great. You need an infant in your house. That'd be oh, fun. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> three teenagers and a and a to, uh, newborn. Great. Uh, you know what? Your kids would be so helpful raising that newborn. At this They'd point. also be mad that we just dude ruined their. My phone is exploding well, turn it on vibrate for a minute I, we got like you know, five minutes you know what happened i sent out oh my god i sent out a thousand text messages oh and that's what through happened. an app what happened to you yeah uh uh kv core oh yeah dude they must have all just gone out <laughs> oh my god i think i created a problem for myself i don't know if the mics pick that up or not probably <laughs> so how do we what do we do moving forward we get, um, we get 25 years to deal with this well jared here's what we do we're going to just keep keep the momentum going as being go-givers and not go-getters, Jared. Okay. We're going to be go-givers. I get... Sorry about that. I'm going to throw my fucking phone across the room. I get more pleasure out of giving something to somebody. It's like oh, me so too. good, right? Well, yeah, there's... So just fucking find times... I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody <laughs> out there, by the way. Thanks. I know you do that. Um, you're very giving person with your time and your uh, you know what i mean like dude needs help moving to safe i know a guy jared will help you out i would depend i I used to do it for everyone now it just depends on who you are yeah um but for those out there like there's something you can do just fucking be a giving person and take care of your your fellow man no matter what their political beliefs i brought a loaf of bread you know i make sourdough everybody i know you know yeah I, i brought a loaf of bread to a dude that i know that had a injury and he's on the down and out for a couple of months, I think total. And I was like, I'm gonna give this dude a loaf of bread. So I brought him a loaf of bread today. I don't even know him that well, but it was, uh, it was cool. Felt really freaking good to me. Something I can do. And, uh, I'm sure he's going to enjoy it. So I guess find those moments and do that. Not bread. Cause y'all motherfuckers can't make bread like me, <laughs> but other things, time, whatever, fucking card, swearing a lot i'm sorry you um, are. I, i've been meaning to talk to you about that about my swearing yeah can I we can, tone it down some? i can tone it down yeah thanks make it more kid friendly not kid friendly it just sounds like we're oh, i think true. people that swear that yeah at a certain volume sound like morons yeah you're right um and you're not a moron you have an english degree i actually don't swear very often in my normal day you know what brings it on and i'm sure you have the same experience when you bring someone on here from the old job and you're Correct. talking old work it just comes out and it's like why yeah, that's uh, that's a thing. It's a struggle. I don't swear much at all in my day to day life. I don't either. I probably swear more on here than I do in my life. I swear. Yeah, I, I don't I swear, swear on here very much. I swear less than my wife. She swears more than I do. Mm, my wife doesn't swear. Yeah, there you She's, go. Man, I grew up thinking about it. Like I grew up um, on construction sites in a locker room. You know, in high school played year round sports, and then straight into the fire service, so the firehouse. Swearing is just part of that is part of your upbringing. Fully there, right? <laughs> And I don't think I said my first swear word until I was a junior in high school. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. My dad said, my dad swears by this. My dad does not know how to lie. He says that he said the F word once in his life and he didn't like the way it felt. So he never said it again. I would believe that once. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I've only said Strangely, it so a million times. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. Thinking about um, conservative culture and swearing. Do you think conservatives swear more or less? Equal. Yeah. Okay. But they, they, they use it better. They should not based on what they say their values are, mm. but they do. I see. I struggle with this because it, it's, there's, there's a, I think a swearing sound. has a time and place. It's a sound made by our mouths. It, I guess the meaning behind it. Right. So here's, well, here's, here's an issue. So one second. Um, more, I'm going to pick on Mormons a little bit. I have Mormons <laughs> in my family. I love you all. It's not that. 
but I've worked with some Mormon guys that will use words like frick instead of the normal F word. I'm not right. using it right now out of respect for you, Jared. Um, but they have the same meaning. He's using it in the same way that I would use the F word. The meaning is exactly the same. It's just a different sound. Therefore, in my mind, you're doing the same damn thing. Yeah. I had a football coach used to scream freaking A. He's swearing. Yeah. It's no different. Agreed. But it's just okay because it's, it's, it's not sound. the word, right? Right, um, which makes no sense to me. That's where I am. Like, it's not. So, uh, it's swearing is an expression of emotion. Yep. Right? If I smash my hand with a hammer, smash my thumb or my finger, I'm going to yell. Like, if I scream out loud, I'm expressing anger. If I say damn or shit or some other word, like, just yell it out of anger, then it's doesn't change it. Like, it's the same thing. Exactly. But if I swear, you know, every third or fourth word is the F word, like a bunch of people I know, then one, that's all negative. Two, it's, it has a specific um, connotation out, outside of its proper use. Right. And three, you sound like an idiot. Yeah. Not I agree. you, but the person. No, I, I know um, what you mean. Like I know I know little Mennonite and Amish women. My family, I have some uh, Pennsylvania Dutch family in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those are my people. These little old Mennonite women that work on dairy farms say shit. Shit is just shit. It's poop. Like mm. That's what it means. Chicken shit, cow shit, horse shit. Like when they're, it's just what it is. That's not a swear word to them. Right. Um, hmm. Well, I had a thought and it slipped away. But, Dang you it. know, you say FDFF over and over and over. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. It sounds it's, like. It's sh- not the same thing. It sounds terrible. And um, I never swear in front of kids, especially my kids, but other kids either. Like, I just don't do it. Like in law enforcement, like it, it's a very, it's an expressive word that means something. Yeah. If you're in a tense situation and you say, show me your whatever hands. Absolutely. They, they know what that means. I, and I they think, know how serious you are. I think that's the only way to say that exact line. Right. I don't, I've never said it another way. Right. I, would, I don't think flipping would have the same no. effect. I'm trying not to swear much, so that's why I'm not saying yeah. it. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I appreciate that. Show me your flipping hands. I think they'd be like, okay, guy. Whatever, bro. Whatever. Um, but so, but th- that's an expression. That's a very clear demonstration of something, right? Yeah. And just saying it out of that context is not, it, it's just foolish or like sounds dumb. Yeah. I'm gonna make a better effort not to swear on this podcast. Good. I'm gonna make Thank an you. effort. I'm not saying I'm not fully committed to this idea. I'm gonna make an effort. I like that's a lot of that's the same thing with because I can definitely have a conversation. I just cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, no. I can have a conversation with you all day long and not swear. Mm-hmm. But um, where it's gonna be hard up. for me is when I get fired up and there's other people at this table and they start doing it. Just so, so everybody Sam knows, Sam is bad. Sam this, swear. Sam swears every a other lot. Way. Yeah. Uh, Seth shows more emotion on this show than he does anywhere else in life. So do I? Yeah, maybe that's when why you get I, all worked up. Maybe that's why I like it so much. I do. You're right. I don't. Um, I don't generally get worked up. <laughs> no. So that's. A, uh, I could say the same thing about Christians, right? A lot of Christians, especially the more conservative Christians, I know. Yeah. They have a problem with certain swear words like, "damn." That one's worse than something like else. Damned. No, the damned means a thing. Yeah. Like biblically, it means something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you yeah, say it in hell. context, you're like you shouldn't be swearing. No, that's what it means. <clears throat> right or hell. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a place. Yeah. Like I know preachers that will say those words. Yeah. From the pulpit, and they're in their teachings, and because they're using them in context, they have a meaning, and they're like the Bible says, God damns certain things. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of Christians that get butt hurt about it. So, swearing does have a place in a context, hmm. and not all of it's bad. I can't believe we ended up on that topic. Strange. Very strange. Maybe this ties back into the whole cultural thing we're talking about. People had like more lines on their their standards and values. Mm. Maybe everything would be different. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it would. On, bo- on, th- bo- on both sides of people, not I one think or the other. People would just treat each other a little better, and I think they should. Like if conservatives actually held up, like lived out their beliefs instead of talking about them. Yeah, or you just you know decriminalize punching someone in their teeth. <laughs> And that will that will cause people to settle down a little bit. Depends like, on where you live, I guess. I, I actually don't endorse punching in the teeth because that, that goes back a, to the state control thing. That tactics. That's By state, I mean national government. Yeah. Um, some states should. Oh, whatever. 
they have their self-defense laws and other states have others. It should be more consistent. You think so? I, you know, but I don't know but, how you do that without so think giving about, up. Have you seen what's going on in Florida with DeSantis banning books? No. Tell me about that. There's a big outrage from the left about him banning books. He turned down some uh, AP black history class. Yeah. Because, not because it's black history, because it had a bunch of woke nonsense and like uh, uh, queer theory is one of the topics in yeah. AP black history. That, there's, so and there are several he's other He's not things. necessarily, he's banning inappropriate content. Well, he didn't do it himself. His, right. He has a board that does this, and they've they've appointed some group of people to go through all the library books in the state schools and like get there's porn in elementary and middle school library books. Yeah, I'm not. It's part of the woke. Not good with that. No, not at all. But here's the thing: when you go down that line, where what happens when the team switches? Right. Here's the other thing: is like it's a very small section of people that are okay with that. Like if my, my parents, I'll use my parents as an example again, they're liberal. If they saw a book like that, they're going to be like, Oh heck no. Like, right. There's no kids should be. Most people would. Most people would. Right. Right. That's common sense. So I feel like these, these two, I don't think I'm saying anything new or drastic here, but these two far left and right are just the loudest people. And their nonsense is so incredible that just nobody in the middle agrees with that. Well, this goes back to my point earlier about <clears throat> us being divided. Like him, the whole narrative from the left is that he's banning books and he's trying to abolish black history in schools. That's such nonsense, right? His, his staff killed one AP history class because it wasn't teaching black history. It was teaching woke theory. Right. It's not the same thing, but that's the whole narrative. That's what's dividing people down there right now. So the problem is the media, clearly. Yeah. That needs to just go away. That and digital life. I don't know how you get that to go away, though, because there's. I think that there's a whole generation of people that, like my parents, all of them, whether it's Fox or CNN, mm-hmm. like they adhere to that like it's gospel. Yeah, my dad Whereas was, a, was a, like a our generation Fox like, guy, but I know Fox is mostly bullshit. Right, they both are. Um, you know, our generation and younger is probably going to get more information. Like I get most of my information from podcasts Yeah, with uh, Joe Rogan's good for that. Like it's pretty open-minded. Um, so hopefully that changes and the older generation as they die off, like so does the mainstream media and it gets replaced by something that's, but now, we, but now it's TikTok, right? They well, got, there's that or Instagram <laughs> reels. Like what? Just you shouldn't get your stupidity news. No. And current events from six second sound bites that people are just manipulating for the algorithms. Like right. No, that's not. I that's think that's worse. That's, that's probably worse or on par for sure. Uh, so boy. what do we do? How do we solve the this big problem? Downer, man. You know what? Next episode, we're going to tell you how to solve this problem. Stay tuned. I know how I would solve it. It's not <laughs> how you would solve it, but I know how I would solve it. Uh, genocide? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I thought Why you, would you say I that? I thought you were saying that. I, could, I was trying to read your lips. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I wasn't moving my lips. <laughs> Seth's how, trying to make me look like the big mean man. How would you solve? How would you solve it? Uh, let's let's leave that as a cliffhanger. Oh dang! All right. Next time. Next time. All the problems are going to be solved. Sure. That was an hour, dude. That was, was. a good conversation. I don't think Thank anybody's you. still listening. No, they are. Chuck's on. Darren, Chuck's Darren on. Chuck. Chuck just finished up an hour on the elliptical. He's he's ready to get out. Oh, here. Darren, you have competition. Our guy Chuck is definitely our number two listener. I get a lot of messages from Chuck, so appreciate it, brother. My uh, my work daddy. All right, uh, send us a message, comment, whatever. You can actually. Oh, that's something I want to bring up. I put some polls on the last few episodes. Hmm. There's people can answer questions. That's cool. And I've gotten a couple answers on them each. Like, what do you think of this episode? One of them I put, I forget what the other questions were. but I like it, dude. Um, go in there on Spotify and hit us up with some answers to our questions. Thank you for your efforts, Jared, For uh, by the way, for um, editing and putting it all out there. Uh, I couldn't thanks. do it without you. Well, here, I don't edit anymore. I used to edit them. Uh, no, I I agree. I like just publish the file. It. <laughs> publish it. Yeah. Just publish it. Send I don't it. Care. But I do, I do, it does take me. Sometimes it takes a while to build the episode because the when I upload the these are big files and, and it takes forever mm. to drop that in there. And then if I like, go away or something, it it shuts off. No good. Yeah. Well, like if I shut down my computer, it shuts off. So. You're doing a great job, but it, uh, I'll have to uh, make sure that we pay you more out of the <laughs> generous oh, proceeds that we earn from this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Just so everybody knows, that's 
that's a running joke. Yeah, this is a this is a volunteer based podcast. People think we're very successful in this, and we're just keeping it going. Um, we make no money from this. No. Um, you know where the reward comes for me? It's like when I get that random message sometimes from yeah. somebody, and they're like, Correct. "Hey, that was whatever. That was helpful. That uh, I need to try that for PTSD or something." Like that happens pretty often. It That's does. it for me. That's the win. That and we get to have great conversations, which I enjoy. Like, like, this. like See, this. We needed to have this conversation. We did. I don't know. Uh, we got a lot of things out on the table, and I, I think we all now know. We're going we're to get some hate and some love. I think more love because that's what that's what's out there more. Yeah, my phone's now you're ringling it. I have at least six hundred messages on my phone. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> don't spam people. That won't happen. Now I'm pretty nervous about it. Okay. On that note, bye everyone. See ya. Oh, thank you.